everybody. Good morning. Welcome to Coastal Community Church. Uh, great to have you with us, with us today. I am Pastor Chris. Um, man, we've already had a, a great morning, great first service today. Excited what God's uh, doing throughout the day here at Coastal. Uh, I love Newcomers uh, Lunch Day. Uh, not because we have a great meal, although we do have a great meal down there today for everybody that's uh, uh, new to Coastal, but um, I just love getting to meet with people who are new, uh, who are learning about our church, and um, uh, in, fact, we've had, uh, in fact, we've had more people sign up for Newcomers Lunch this uh, go around than any other uh, lunch in the history of our church for newcomers, and in fact, we've had more guests during, yay, that's good, um, we've, had, uh, we've had more guests come to Coastal in, during this last month, during this series, than any time in the history of our church. And so, uh, to quote one of, the, one of the lines from my favorite movies, uh, we're going to need a bigger boat. So, um, uh, we're working on that. Um, but uh, anyway, it's just been great. God's doing a lot of great things here at Coastal, and we're just excited to be a part of it. Uh, let's just jump into this today. Uh, we are in week four of this series that we've been in uh, called The Story of My Life. And I hope you've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed it. It's been a great uh, learning experience for us. Um, one day, uh, we're all going to have a story to tell, right? One day, we're, in fact, in particular, we're going to have a story to tell about this chapter of our life right now, down the road, you know, five, ten years from now. And the good news is that many of you, years from now, uh, you're going to have a great story to tell about this chapter. And uh, God's been doing something great in your life. You've made uh, some decisions. You know, you're, you're going to be hanging out with friends and family, maybe over, uh, you know, a meal or just talking, gabbing, and having a good time and sharing stories about this chapter. And maybe you're going to look, look back and go, you know what, there was a time in my life where I stepped out in faith and I made some new friends and, and uh, I started this new habit or I, or I quit doing some things that I really needed to quit and it changed my life or I started a ministry, I got involved in service or I, uh, I, I renewed a relationship, I asked for forgiveness and stuck out something, whatever it is, you're going to have an amazing story to tell uh, about this particular chapter. Now, unfortunately for many of us, uh, you're going to look back at this chapter and you're not going to be so proud of it. You know, there, there's some decisions that you made that um, you're not very proud of. You, you, you kind of regret. Maybe you came to a, that, that crossroads and you, you made the, uh, the wrong decision. You went the wrong way. And now you know that. And uh, here, here is the, the key thought of this series. And we've said this. Uh, this is the fourth week now that we've said this. Uh, fill in the blank. It's the first one there on your outline. And it says this. The decisions that you make today determine the stories that you're going to tell tomorrow. That's kind of the, the premise of this series. Now, let's all say that out loud together. It's on the screen, on your outline. Here we go. Let's, let's make me proud. Here we go. The decisions that you make today determine the stories that you tell tomorrow. Now, again, for many of you, right now in this particular chapter of your life, it's as though, and, and maybe you can't put it into words yet, you know, maybe you can't exactly verbalize it to somebody, but you just sense in your heart and your mind that, you know, and you might even dare say that it's God, that he's been kind of drawing you to something, pulling you towards something to, uh, to take a step of faith. And, and you would say, you know, I feel like I'm supposed to, to venture out. I feel like there's just something new for me, something different. And, uh, you know, it's somehow, and again, I can't quite verbalize it, but I kind of feel like there's something more out there for me. There's more to life. There's, there's more that I'm being called to do. Now, when you are at that place, and again, I, I, my guess is that some of you are at that place right now. Here's the key thought today. Sometimes the best decision that you can make is to go. 
when it would be easier to stay. Now, I know that sounds a little bit contradictory from what we talked about last week, because last week it was all about staying, you know, uh, when, when it would be easier to go, when it would be easier to quit. Uh, but sometimes the best decision that you can make is to go out on that limb, right? To take that step of faith when it would be so much easier just to kind of, you know, stay in your comfort zone, to play it safe, and to not venture out. Now, each week in this series, we've been asking this question. Well, how do you tell a story worth telling? You know, how do you live that story worth telling? How do you live that story that God wants you to tell with your life? Now, we've, what we've said is that at least part of the answer, I think, is found in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Look at this verse. It's been kind of our theme verse for this series. Let us fix our eyes where? Who does it say? On on Jesus, who is the what? He is the author and perfecter of our faith. So if you are going to go, you're going to have to leave where you are, right? And that's going to take faith. Now, if you're going to write a story of your life that is pleasing to God, then guess who you probably want helping you to author that story? Obviously, you want Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of your faith. Now, this series has been all about decisions. And each week, especially you've seen it, uh, the little tagline for the bumper video, we, we've kind of given you a, a new decision to make this week. Something to think about, something to do. Uh, week one, we talked about deciding to start. And we, I challenge you, to, everybody, to start something. One thing, right? Remember, one thing that you could do that would change your story five years from now. Maybe a habit, maybe a discipline. Week number two, we talked about stopping something. Something in your life that is hindering you, hindering your story, that's maybe holding you back. And when we looked even further in Hebrews 12 there, about uh, he talks about the sin that so easily trips us up and entangles us. And sometimes, uh, you know, we, we just need to stop whatever it is that's doing that. Last week, we decided to stay the course. And I said, sometimes the greatest decision you can make is just to be faithful, not to give up. You know, not to quit, to hang in there. Now today, I, I want us to talk about when God calls us to go. You know, to make that decision to, to step out in faith and to go out on that limb when it would be so much easier to stay in your comfort zone and to play it safe. Now, next Sunday, we're, it's, it's really going to be special here at Coastal. Because we're going to give those of you who are, who are ready and who need to um, a chance to make a decision to be baptized. And uh, baptism is all about going public with your faith. It's about, um, it's about new life and new birth and, and uh, a washing away of our sins. It's this outward symbol, this thing that we get to do outwardly, much like a wedding ring that, that those of us who are married wear. It symbolizes outwardly the commitment that we've made. Baptism does that. And so if you're interested in being a part of that, you can simply check your Connect card, and you will get contacted this week, either email or by the phone. And, uh, but if you've signed up, don't worry, you're, you're, you're in. Um, now, each week, as we've looked at all these different decisions, what we try to do, and what we do here at Coastal regularly, is we look at God's Word, and we try to apply a story there. And, and each week, we've looked at some people in the Bible who've had to make similar decisions that we're called to make in the series. So today, uh, the story that I want us to look at is the story about Abram and Sarai. 
Now, who do Abram and Sarai later become? Anybody know? Abraham and Sarah. Very good. Now, just picture for you, if you would, for a moment, that um, Abraham or Abram at this time and Sarai, they're just kind of minding their own business, okay? You know, life is, you know, going on pretty well. They're very comfortable with their surroundings. And, uh, you know, they, they're, they're very uh, kind of just in the zone, living out, you, you might say, the, the latter years of their life, uh, happily ever after in Ur of Chaldees. Okay, everything's going great. Well, God kind of comes along and, and upsets the apple cart a little bit because he gives Abram a very simple and a very direct command. He, uh, Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. The Lord said to Abram, leave your country, your people, your father's household, and do what, everybody? What's the next two words? And go. And go to the land that I will show you. Leave and go. Now, this ought to be very obvious, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. To go somewhere else you got to leave where you are. Okay, that's pretty basic, right? But I think sometimes we miss that point. To, to, to leave, you know, to, to go somewhere else, you know, to do something else, you got to leave something else behind. You know, you got to leave from, from where you are. Now, uh, let's say it this way. This is maybe another way to say it. To step toward your destiny, you know, to step toward where God is calling you. Many times in life, you got to leave your security. Did you hear that? To step toward your God-ordained destiny, the plan, the adventure that God has for you, what he is calling you to do, to step toward that, you're going to have to step away from your security. You're going to have to step away from what's comfortable. Now, again, think about Abram at this point. You know, God says, hey, I want you to go to this place, and I'll show you where it is. Go to a place you've never been. And you've got to know that Abram's thinking, but God, you know, I grew up here. All my friends are here. You know, I like it here. You know, my tent's almost paid for. You know, I like, you know, uh, you know I, get a, I get my hair cut down the street. I know the guy. You know, I know where I go to get my oil changed. I trust him. And, uh, you know, uh, we don't have kids yet, but if we were to have kids, I like the school system here. I mean, all this. Everything's great. And so there's all these things that would just seem like this is where he ought to be. It's very comfortable. And then God calls him to a place that he knew nothing about. Now, some of you can relate to this specifically because maybe you're here. You know, you're in Charleston. And uh, God calls you here from a place that, that you are comfortable now, God makes this promise to him, though, in verses 2 and 3. Listen to this. He says, here's my promise to you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. All the people, listen to this, all the people on where? The earth. The earth will be blessed through you. Now, Abram had to be thinking, okay, God, what now? Seriously? You know, there, there are going to be nations come through us. God, I don't know if you're aware of this, but I am 75 years old. And we've been trying, and trying's fun, but guess what? We got, how many kids does he have at this point? Zero. 
goose egg. He's got no children. And, he, and basically he's saying, you know, we, we can't have kids. We've been trying. And you're telling me now to go somewhere I've never been. And you're going to, you know, bless the earth from me? Now, here's something important not to miss. How many of you have ever made a promise to God? And, and maybe kind of, you know, like in the moment, in, in, in the emergency, you know, God, if you would just help me pass this test at this time, I promise, God, I will study more next time, right? I mean, you want God to do a real miracle, right? Yeah, you've studied none. Or how about this one? God, if, if, if he just won't write me this ticket, I promise I won't speed next time, right? You know, we make those kinds of promises uh, to God. Now, here's the thing, though. Sometimes I think we're not necessarily changed as much by the promises we make to God. I think we're changed by believing the promises that God makes to us. Did you hear that? We're not always changed as much as by the promises we make to God, but we're changed by believing and trusting in the promises he makes to us. Now think about this for a second. What would have happened in Abram's life if he chose not to go? I mean, what if he just kind of rationalized it all away and said, okay, you know what, seriously, this is stupid. You know, it'd be so much easier to stay. I really don't know where I'm going. You know, that's dangerous. This is safe. So we are going to stay put. Now, what would have happened? In fact, so many people today refer to God as the God of whom? The God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. I mean, if he doesn't go, if Abraham doesn't, or Abraham at that time, doesn't trust God, believe him, step out in faith and go, there's not going to be an Isaac. Read that story. That's great. There's not going to be a Jacob. You know, if Abraham doesn't go, he, he doesn't become Abraham. And he has a totally, completely different story to look back and tell one day. A story we're probably not going to be telling thousands of years later. You see, there is going to come a chapter in everybody's life where you're sensing that God is calling you to something new, to, to, to attempt something, to do something different. But to follow God's call in your life, let me tell you, it is going to take faith. And if you don't step out in faith, and if you don't, you don't follow God's call, then really you have no idea of the blessings and the adventure that you're going to miss out on if you don't follow, if you don't obey. You know, the big question we've been asking in, in the series is, you know, what does God want you to want? You know, if, if, if God is going to be the author of your story, then what needs to change about the direction of your story? And maybe in different areas of your life. You know, for some of you, he might want you to spend more time with your family because so far in this chapter of your life, you know what you've been saying? Well, one day I will. And yet one day's never come. Or maybe you know and you feel like God's calling you to grow up spiritually. And maybe that, that, that the day we talked about habits, you, you really felt convicted that God's been calling you to be more consistent in, in your Bible reading or your devotional life. Or it might be that you're in financial bondage and God's calling you to get out of debt. And he wants to change the story of your life that you're going to tell one day. Or it might be that God wants you to get committed to a, a church and that it no longer becomes just a place that you attend, but something that you're a part of and you belong to and becomes family. Or maybe he wants you to be involved in ministry. 
Now, see, whatever the question is, again, based on what God wants you to want, based on the story you feel like God's wanting you to tell, here's the question today, the application question. What step of faith, then, does God want you to take? What step of faith does he want you to take based on the story he wants you to tell? Because I'm here to tell you, you're going to miss out on some of the greatest blessings of life, the greatest adventure if you refuse to take that step and go. And at some point, God is going to call you to go when it would be easier to stay. So what about it? What about you today? Based on what God wants you to want, what step of faith do you need to take? Now, before I go forward, I want to say two things about this, though. And I want to be really, really, really clear today. God is not calling you. What I am saying, I am not telling you today, when I say to go, I'm not telling you to leave your marriage. Okay? Um, you know, don't go home today. Do not do this. Go home and say, well, Pastor Chris said it'd be easier to stick around here with you, but I'm going to go and leave your sorry butt behind. Adios, amigo, okay? No, 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 no. Okay. Am I being clear on that? Stay. Listen to last week's sermon, okay? Stay in your marriage. Also, number two, I am not telling you to quit your job, Okay. And don't, you know, like, well, there it is. I knew there was another step I needed to take. I didn't know what it was, but Pastor Chris said to go. So first thing Monday morning, I am quitting my job. Okay, no. Hear me loud and clear. That is stupid, okay? <laughs> Lean over to your neighbor right now and say, he's talking about you. Don't be stupid. <laughs> okay. You know. It's easier to find a job when you got a job. I believe in that principle. Now, he might be calling you to leave, but don't quit tomorrow. Don't blame it on me. Okay, now, um, so based on what God wants you to want, though, what step of faith do you need to take? You know what? Some of you, the step of faith you might be called to take is to lead a, a life group next semester. You know, you've been, you know, we, we, life groups are an important part of the, the life here at Coastal, and, and you've been thinking about it, praying about it, and you haven't taken that step of faith, but maybe God's called you to do that. And one day your story is going to be so much different because you made that decision to go when it would be easier to stay, and you're going to look back and go, man, you know, it, it was definitely a step of faith, but I... I, I did it, and it was the best decision I ever made. I've been surrounded by this great community of believers, and my life is different now. Some of you, it might be a ministry that you're going to start. And, uh, or maybe you're just going to get involved in a ministry. And you've been sitting and coming here to Coastal, but if somebody were to ask you, hey, what, what ministry are you involved in? How, are you, how do you serve there? You, you can't answer the question, but maybe five years from now, because you took the step of faith, you're going to say, man, I had no idea that serving in nursery would be so much fun. You know, truthfully, I signed myself and my husband up because I wanted, you know, him to, you know, want babies. And now, you know, we, we, we served in the ministry. And, man, we just love it. Or, man, I always thought middle school kids were so smelly and stupid. And now, you know, now I, I had no idea how much fun it would be and how life-changing it was. Or I had no idea that just... You know, putting a smile on my face and welcoming and greeting people would be so, so awesome. But, wow, it changed my life. You know, for some of you, there's a book inside of you. And you've been putting it off and putting it off and, you know, quit your excuses. Start typing and take that step of faith. For some of you, there is a job. 
or a career path that you've wondered about. And you've either put off school or you've even just put off, you know, just an interview. You never know. Some of you, there's a business idea that you have. And it's, it's, it's more than an idea. In fact, you have planned it out and, and written things down and, and, and kind of scoped it all out. But you've not taken that step of faith. And years from now, your story might, might be, you know what? We started with nothing. We didn't know how it would go. But look what's happened. Look how we followed God and how faithful he's been. Some of you, it might be that God's calling you to have more children. You know, some of you, God's calling you to foster kids. Maybe to adopt a child. Now, I am here to tell you today that whatever step God's calling you to take, it's not going to be easy. You know, and I don't know where people get this idea, but you know, God's not called us to necessarily an easy life, but he's called us to a faith-filled life. And you might be called to take that step to go when it will be so much easier to stay. You know what, there might be a, a single guy here today sitting in church. And who knows, maybe like four seats down, two rows over. There's this good-looking single girl. And you know what I'm saying? She was, man, when she was worshiping, ooh, you could just feel the Spirit of God, right? I mean, whew, you know, hair starts standing like, whoo, it's the Holy Spirit in here today, you know? And, and uh, so my question is, what are you going to do? You know what you need to do? You need to get off your butt. You need to put the Xbox down. You need to eat a breath mint and, uh, you know, straighten up your hair a little bit. And you need to go ask her out. You know, be a man. Ask her out. My goodness. You know, and you may, you may never know. You know, she might be the one. And if you get married and you have a son, you're going to name him after me, Pastor Chris. Because I got, got you off your lazy butt, got you moving. And now you have a wife and a life. And why? Because you decided to go when it will be so much easier to stay. Now, we have some fun with that, but let me ask you, why don't we go sometimes? Why, you know, why don't we go when deep down we, we either know we're supposed to, and we probably even know that it would be better in the long run. Why don't we? Now, I can't speak for everybody that's in this room, but let me tell you from my heart why sometimes I don't, quite honestly. It's just because I'm afraid. I mean, if I'm honest, I'm just scared. I'm nervous. You know, I, I am. I like, I like to figure things out. I like to plan things out. And, and that's, not, that's not the journey of faith. And I feel like I have the gift of faith, but sometimes I just, I don't go. And yet Hebrews 11.6 says this. Listen to this. So you see, it is, what's the word? Impossible to please God without what? Faith. faith. In fact, how did Abram leave where he, was, where he was and go where God called him to go? How did he do it? Look at verse 8 of that same chapter. It tells us. How does it start? By faith. Abraham, when he was called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he didn't know where he was going. He did it by faith. How are you going to do it? You're going to do it by faith. You know, when God calls you to go, and you don't know where you're going, how will you do it? How will you go? Somebody help me. You'll do it by faith. How do you think I started this church 
when I didn't know what was going to happen. And we came to Charleston with no money, no large core group of people, no job, no place to live. I did it by what? Faith. How are you going to do it? You're going to do it by faith. Because without faith, you can't be pleasing to God. You, you're not going to live that adventure. You're not going to, you know, and you might be saying, but you know, Pastor Chris, I don't have the faith. I, I can't see it through. I know I'm not going to have enough faith to complete the journey. Listen, that's great. You're actually in a great place. Because you don't have to have enough faith to finish. You just got to have enough faith to start. In fact, here's the awesome thing about God. He's not just the perfecter of our faith. He's also the finisher of it. He says, if you'll let me join in with you, if I'm a part of it and I start it, I will finish it. You know, I promise you, 25 years ago, I didn't have the faith to see all of this, to see all of you. You know, I didn't know what was going to happen. But I took that step of faith and I let God, you know, do the rest. You don't have to have the faith to finish. You just got to have the faith to get started. Listen, don't you see this? One way or another, listen to me, God's going to, you know, bring about his sovereign will. I mean, the, the reality is, all of life, all of this planet, everything that we know, it is all heading toward God's climactic, sovereign end. And he is just simply looking for people to join with him in the adventure. He, he's looking for people that, they can, that he can bless and that, he can be, that they can be a part of what he is going to do. In other words, to join him in the story that he's writing. And the only requirement to be a part of God's story is faith. And if we don't step out in faith, you know what he's going to do? I mean, here's the easy answer. He'll just find somebody else who will. He'll find another person. He'll find another church. And so what I'm saying today, I'm saying coastal, man, let's cry out to God. Let's tell God, God, look no further. You know, use us, use me, use this church. We, we will walk by faith. We will trust you. We will leave when we don't know where we're going. We will build an ark. We will confront Pharaoh. We'll march around the wall. We'll hide the spies. We'll step into the raging Jordan River. We'll walk into the fiery furnace. We'll run into that battle and confront the giant. We will, we will step out of the boat and, and get onto the water. We'll start a church. We'll, we'll set up and break down every Sunday for 14 years in three different locations. We'll buy some land. We'll love our community. We'll serve our neighbors. We'll drop thousands of eggs out of a helicopter. We'll go all in and sacrifice together and build a new building to reach more people. We'll invite our friends. You see, I don't know what it is that you're going to have to have the faith to do. But here's what I do know. One day... You will tell a story. And that story basically has got two options. One is, you know, there was a chapter in my life when I sensed God calling me and leading me, you know, step out in faith, walk out onto that limb, step into that water. And it was, I was nervous. I couldn't see the end. But I trusted him and I obeyed. And it was the adventure of a lifetime. That's one option. The other option is, I was afraid. And I did nothing. One of two stories that you're going to tell. 
by faith, I pray that you'll have the courage to decide to start a discipline, a habit that will change the direction of your story. By faith, I pray that you'll have the courage and the desire to, to strip away everything in your life that's hindering you, to stop the sin that so easily entangles you and is keeping you from telling the story that God wants to tell through you. By faith, I pray that you'll have the courage to stay, to be faithful. When everybody else is quitting and giving up, you'll see it through to the end. I pray that you're going to have the faith to step out in faith and to go where God's calling you, to do what God's drawing you to do. I pray some of you will have the courage to get baptized next Sunday, to go public with your faith, not to be embarrassed of, of who you follow and who's your Savior and who, you, who is your Lord. Because listen to me. The decisions you make today determine the stories you're going to tell tomorrow. Now as we close for just a moment, I want you to think about the faith and the courage and the determination that it took Jesus to keep going and to face the horror of the cross. I mean, the one who was perfect, the one who was without any sin, became sin for you and for me. He endured the cross, endured the beating, endured the spear, and endured the spikes in his hands and in his feet. He did all of that so that you could live, so that you and I could have a, a love relationship with God. Now, you see, I think there are some people here today, and you're not here by accident. And you do feel like God is calling you and drawing you. You don't know how to explain it. Late at night, it's just you and your thoughts. You don't know what it is, but you sense it. Let me tell you what I think it is, because I experienced it. Joe experienced it. It is the very Holy Spirit of God. And he's been drawing you into a relationship with him because, just to put it very simply, our God loves you and he wants you to love him back. In fact, listen to Ephesians 2.8. This is what the Word of God says. For it's by grace. Oh, what a beautiful word. Grace. Undeserved favor of God. It's by grace that you have been saved. Through what? What's the word? Through faith. In other words, in fact, it goes on to say, it's not of your, your good works. It's not you trying to earn something or work for something or trying to be religious. That does not work. You know, when people try to come to God on their own and their own terms, usually two, one of two things happen. They either become rebellious because they, they, they just they can't earn it. They can't be good enough. They get frustrated, so they rebel. Or they become religious because they think it's about keeping rules. And it says here it's not about that. It's, it's you're saved by the grace of God through faith. And you see, you've been, 
you're being drawn to God right now. And some of you are thinking, well, you know, yeah, but I got some things I need to straighten out first. I need to clean up my, my life first. I got some things I need to change. Listen, that's the problem. Don't you see? You, you can never be good enough. You just come to Jesus as you are. And he will forgive you. And then you're, then you're no different than anybody else here. You're just a forgiven sinner on the journey to becoming more and more like God already sees you. And that's, that's the beauty of, of being saved by faith. He's calling you. But it's your turn now to take that step of faith. You know, to say, I, I, I'm committing my life to Christ. My life is not my own. I've blown it. I admit it. And I need a Savior. And I don't care what anybody else thinks. My story is about to change. If that's you and you're ready to take that step of faith, why not do it right now? Why not just like Joe, you know? You think that was an accident? You know, alcoholic, drug addicted, you know, psych ward veteran comes across a devotional and a sinner's prayer. Why not you pray that same prayer of faith today? Bow your heads and pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for what he did on the cross for me and for everybody and everybody here in this room today. And God, I believe that there are, there are people here today that you've been drawing to them to yourself. They're here. They're here for a reason. And it's time. It's time for them to take that initial step of faith. Listen, if that's where you're at, just simply pour your heart out to God in a prayer. You know, honestly, there is no sinner's prayer in the Bible. It's simply giving our heart to God, following Jesus. He knows your heart. But maybe share it with him today through a prayer. Say something like this, dear God, forgive me. I, I have blown it. I've made a lot of mistakes and I have not only run from you, but I've pushed you out of my life. Today, Father, I want to come home. But today, Father, I, I want to take that step of faith. I need your grace. I need your forgiveness. So I ask you. In fact, I know today that it's, it's based on my faith in Jesus and what he did for me. And I believe, God, I believe that he came and, and paid the price for my sin. But Father, I also believe that your love and your power was too great for death to contain him. He rose from the dead and he is alive. And I, I feel it, I know it today. And so I no longer trust in my own goodness or striving or trying to earn something I know I could never do. Today I put my, my trust in, in Jesus. And simply put, for the rest of my days, God, I want to follow him. I want to become more and more like you see me today, brand new, clean, forgiven. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, today I want to pray for those who are here today that you have been calling to some new adventure, some new uh, you know, ministry or business or school or 
path. I don't know what it is, but I know these people do know. Father, I pray today that you'll give them the courage to go out onto that limb and just change the story of their life. God, I, I pray for Coastal today that we would be a church that listens to your voice and walks by faith. Nothing of any significance has ever happened here at Coastal until we trusted you and walked by faith. I thank you for that, God. May that always continue. We love you and we pray this in Jesus' name.